I think we're recording. Brainwashing the kids to treat their siblings nicely. No, not that. Okay, so this could be like a good opening clip, but we'll get into what this is about here in a minute. But my problem with the Berenstain Bears is... Berenstain Bears. <laughs> I mean, it's the mom. Like she is, like it is, this is so obviously written by an angry, angry feminist. Okay. Like just so mad at her husband. Really? And they're, my kids will watch these and they love, they love the TV cartoons of it. Yeah. And there's one episode where it is so absurd. It's like the boys are playing football and then, but like they, they can't play or they're not very good or something. Yeah. And then, but then there's like this girl that like she's like just automatically really good. Mm-hmm. Like she's not actually on the team because she's beneath her. She's better than that. And she and they're just kind of begging her to like train them to mm-hmm. get better, you yeah. know? Because you see that all the time, right? <laughs> <laughs> and and they they like immediately go from being like, ooh, girls to like, yeah. wow, Susie's just the best. Yeah. Oh gosh, I wish I could tackle like Susie. Like she's so much yeah. stronger and faster than us. And then she like works with them one-on-one. And then by the end of it, uh, I think she even like big leagues them and doesn't even come to the game. It's like, they, you got it, you guys, I trained you. You're all yeah. good now. But it's just watching, it's just so like, who thinks this is like, what is going on here? Like, I'm not saying girls I... can't play football. I'm just, does anyone in the world think that the best football player in the world is a woman? It, does anyone think that? It's the same thing as my soapbox about uh, sitcoms. Yeah. I'm going to get myself into trouble. The thing is... It makes a better podcast when you say things that get you in trouble. Okay, well, here's the thing, man. <laughs> um, who's reading this book to the kids? Oh, yeah, the yeah. Moms. Oh, who's you know your audience. Purchasing you decisions. The moms. Who's watching... <laughs> Who goes to the book, book fair? <laughs> who's watching the sitcoms? Moms and their kids. Why? Because dad's at work paying for the TV that you're watching on the electricity that it's using. Yeah, you're getting in trouble. Paying for the books <laughs> that you're buying. He's at work. He's not around watching you so, have good laughs. Stan and Jan Baron Stain. Yeah. Stain. They know what they're doing. Oh yeah. Mom's they know. They the a book. lot of books. Dad comes home. <laughs> hey, how how was bedtime? Oh, the kids were great. They loved the book that you bought for them. <laughs> you he know doesn't the book catch that, the part. That it's yeah. like uh, you're a buffoon exactly. and mom knows everything. Yeah. Everything you do is stupid. You're right. I never thought about the fact that it carry I I noticed it in television, it says, but no girls allowed. I bet Dad, it's just a gym. <laughs> <laughs> it's just a, Dad is just gym. another one of the kids in all of these stories. Yeah, well, he's that's an extension of mainstream media too. Yeah. I think it goes all the way back point. to yeah. Operation Mockingbird. But well, I think you're right. Think no, you're but right it's, it's, it's a, it's a silly, I mean, the, the human, the human experience is vast and wide and people are different and we're not all the same. And yeah, that became like a thing. I think that, um, Married with children. No, no, no. It goes back before married with children. That's that's where I really like it was pretty obvious what was going on. Mm-hmm. But uh All in the Family. Or not not that uh was that all in the family? Was that the one with Archie Bunker? What was the one with Archie Bunker? That's I think it was, yeah. Yeah. It's like you know, a little before both of our time. Yeah, I was really young. I remember watching that barely. But anyway, the idea is yeah, it, there was a transition at some point where it was like laughing with dad to laughing at dad. Yeah. And now it's, well, dads can only be stupid. They can't be anything yeah, but absolutely. like a complete buffoon. And moms have to know everything. Ray Romano's kind of yeah. that character. I mean, <laughs> this, yeah, this one hits close to home. I hate walking in when the kids are watching one of these shows. I'm like, oh yeah, dad doesn't know how to, yeah. doesn't know how to do anything. You need mom to help fix the dryer. Berenstain Bears is just so on the nose about it. Yeah. That's the one that I, I literally, like, I say it like as they're yes. watching, I run it. <laughs> like the kids are watching. Let me guess. Mom knows what to do. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Let me guess. Papa bear is going to screw it up. Yeah. <laughs> mess it up again. <laughs> so funny. Uh, we're all having a good laugh. Oh, that's funny. So speaking of Berenstain Bears, uh, we decided, oh, I didn't even do a welcome. How rude. Welcome to the Conspiracy Dad Podcast. Where you can find all things conspiracy. Uh, my name is Dante. I am your host. This is my good friend Dave. 
Hello. Co-host. Yeah. I don't know what you co-host. I just like being a good friend. Yeah. Good friend. Uh, we are so glad that you're joining us. We've been talking a lot about the Kennedys. And to be honest, it sent me in, in, in down, down a rabbit hole that I thought he'd climbed out of. And then it was like, yeah, back in there. <laughs> Come out. You got to go back in. And now I'm pretty sure LBJ did all of it. But uh, we thought it'd be fun this week to take a break from... Uh, well, that is obviously a serious conspiracy. I mean, if the CIA and LBJ and a bunch of bad people murdered the president, that's that's pretty bad. Yeah, that's heavy. Pretty stuff. serious. Yeah. And then this next one could seem like a lighthearted conspiracy theory. It's see, it could be. Oh, that's fun. It's it's kind of fun to look at that. Or, I mean, it could be really sinister. Yeah. <laughs> it could be like the most sinister. The existential underpinnings of this one are. <laughs> They're big, but so, you're right. It, if you just go to the main website of this one, it's pretty light. Yeah, it's um, it's they featured in Good Housekeeping. So oh, did they? Hmm. Yeah, it's not. This isn't. There's like been so movies made about it, and if you're wondering on the edge of your seat, just mm -hmm. dying to know what it is we're talking <laughs> about, it's called the Mandela Effect. Mm -hmm. Okay, so. You're looking at me like you maybe have a WikiLeaks uh, article or something in front of you, giving kind of a brief summary of what the Mandela effect is. Would you happen to have access to that, Dave? I do. Um, that was all I like needed to brag on myself. That was all off the top of my head, just so you know. But that was because I read the Wikipedia page earlier. Uh, Mandela effect was coined, the phrase was coined by a paranormal researcher by the name of Fiona Bloom. Um she had it in her head that uh, Nelson Mandela had been killed sometime in the 1980s. She claims to vividly remember uh, news reports and watching his widow give a mm -hmm. you know postmortem speech kind of a thing uh, after he's passed away. Something like 15 years goes by. She finds herself in the green room at a paranormal conference just chatting about a bunch of things before she goes up to speak. And one of the other people in the room goes, oh, yeah, it's kind of like that time where everybody forgot Nelson Mandela already died. And she's like, what? I thought that was just me. Um, so she put up a website about it. And uh, it's pretty a lot of people seem to remember Nelson Mandela died in the mid 80s. Yeah, I did not. I when did he die? Actually, it was probably like seven, eight years ago. Yes. Yeah. Like during Obama's close. presidency, wasn't right. it? Yeah. And so I, I didn't remember that, but that was just the beginning. Like if you dive into Mandela effect, what that actually means. Right. Um, so a large, I mean, it seems like half of the population remembers him dying in the eighties. Half of the population remembers him dying in like 2000, 2013. 2013. Yeah. Um, so how did it grow from there? When did people start to realize there's something funny going on. Um, I don't, I don't know the, uh, without looking into the more in the Wikipedia. The well, for her, was it just, just like related to Mandela or did she start to notice some of the other things too? She brought it up, but this was just kind of general looking online. I mean, other people started saying, you know, I've got that same sort of thing happened to me, but it was with the way they spell Oscar Meyer or, mm, yeah. um, or Baron, Baron Stain yeah. Bears. This one I could not believe. So, <laughs> well, that's why I grabbed the book from my house. Like, no, that's not right. That's when not when I went, when I first heard about this, probably seven or eight years ago, I just could not believe when somebody said Berenstain Bears. I just said it's Berenstain Bears. My entire yeah. life, so I've never heard anybody say Berenstain Bears. But um, if you look at the title right there, hold it up for the people to see. It's definitely Baron. Oh gosh, it's switching cameras on me. Baron Stain Bears. Okay, Baron Stain Bears. No, that allowed. copy I can say with a pretty great degree of certainty. I think it's a 1986 issued is, is, book. Is yours? This either came from my childhood house. Yeah, it's 1986. Or my wife's. I mean, I I grabbed it out of my daughter's bedroom on the way here, but it's not like we bought new editions of Baron Stain Bears. 
they give like a, a weird Library of Congress cataloging oh. publication okay. description of this. Annoyed that Sister Bear always beats them at baseball and there other you go. boy type activities. <laughs> her brother and the other male cubs try to exclude her from their new club. Yeah. Number one, sex role fiction. Number two, brother and sister's fiction. Number three, club's fiction. Four is bear's fiction. Bears gets a backseat there. Um, yeah, because, you know, my sister could always beat me at baseball. That's always. just the life I had to live. I did have a girl cousin <laughs> that could throw harder and faster than all of us. But that's an anomaly. That's not the rule. Right? Yeah, it's, it's eh, I think people get what we're saying. So anyway, that's another one that it it, it, it grips you because you, you think back to like sitting in the you know, third grade, fourth grade school library and the teacher's reading of Baron Stain, Stain Bear's book to you. And I think I've never heard Stain. Yeah. Um, what do you think? <laughs> Specifically as it pertains to this one, um, my memory is not great. So if somebody tells me that's not how it went, I'm usually pretty quick to go, yeah, you're right. I... Would if you would have asked me prior to this week how do you spell it, I would have said Berenstein S T E I N. Um, I kind of just did a quick survey of a few buddies this week, and hey man, how do you spell that kid's book, Berenstein? How many people knew what you were getting at? They didn't have any idea I was asking about oh. what we're talking about on this podcast. They just—they're so all mouth breathers. That's right. That's, <laughs> <laughs> so they yeah, so they kept their mouth open, took a deep breath in. <laughs> oh, no. Then they spelled it. Uh, most people spelled it the way I would have thought. S T E I N. Um, my wife, who I will, I'm hesitant to call her a mouth breather because she's my wife and she might hear. Did this. she spell it wrong though? She spelled it Baron Stein. But she um, said Steen. She didn't correct me when I said spell Baron Stein bears. Uh, but she spelled it S T A I N. Thing about my wife is she's. A, Wasn't she a librarian at some point? Uh, she was a literature teacher, and yeah, she's That's cheating. Yeah, she's. I think her degree's in English. She's reading yeah, books she, all well, the time. So, and point being, she paid a lot more attention to books than me or some of the guys I might have asked. Of course, one of the guys I asked, he also has a degree in literature uh, English, and he, so he didn't catch it. He, Was he they, spelled it S T I N? Literature, really? I mean, it's kind of a stretch. That's a good point. <laughs> um, having said that, I mean. This particular example of the Mandela effect doesn't strike me as like, you know, dead to rights. It's for sure a thing because most of us didn't pay a lot of attention to spelling, particularly if it's something that is spelled in a, like a kind of a cursive script. The A, you know, with the tail. It's a lot of books though. you'd feel like Stan and Jan would have been the first ones to correct everyone and say, ah, it's Stain. It's Baron Stain. Not Stain. Yeah. It's like people named uh, Weinstein versus Weinstein. You really want to make that <laughs> distinction these days. Yeah. I uh, met a guy named Juan not long ago and he corrected me and it's Juan. And I'm like, come on, man. I'm from Tulsa. It's, this is hard for me. Yep. I have I kind of have a problem with that sometimes. My daughter corrected me the other day because I said Iran. Oh and her friend is from Iran and she goes, Dad, it's Iran. Oh, okay. And I, I was like, Well, not in Oklahoma. It's not <laughs> Yeah, it's not Iran. That. I mean, it's it's like when you uh you know, people have accents, and this is an Oklahoma accent. I don't say Sirhan, I say Sirhan. <laughs> and you know, uh, it's it's it'd be like um like if somebody, if I, if I, if I, as a German walked into a German restaurant and said, you know, started just pronouncing everything with a very thick German accent and be like, not really from Germany though. So, yeah. but if you're from Germany, you read that menu, it's going to sound a little different. You're probably yeah. going to be a little more accurate in the I haven't said that. I mean, I do try and pronounce Juan's name correctly. I just, I'm asking for a little How bit How did he patience. correct you? Did he, did he? It felt like he just said exactly what I said right back to me, but like it was incorrect. Hey, I'm Dave. My name's Juan. Hey, good to meet you, Juan. No, it's Juan. And I'm like, okay, man. Try speaking Vietnamese. I tried to learn Ooh, my okay. wife's yeah. family's Vietnamese. And um, I remember at some point I was trying to really trying to learn some things to say. And I'm like saying it to her mom. 
And it's like, I would say it and she'd say it back. She's like, no. And I'm like, I don't hear the difference. I'm literally saying it exactly how you're saying it. And it was like, not quite. The Man, sound is subtle. It is subtle. It's got to be the difference of, uh, you know, if you teach somebody something rhythmic on mm-hmm. the guitar and they're not catching the syncopation. Some of that Good stuff point. is is hard to relay to somebody if they aren't picking up on it. So I always tell my kids that life is hard. Words are difficult. Words are tough. Yeah. So, um, where were we going with that? So, uh, Baron Stein. That's one of the ones that stood out to me, Baron Stein, and and that one I thought, ah, eh, not a big deal. I was not paying a lot of attention when I was consuming most of my Baron Stein bears. I didn't pay that much attention when the kids would grab it off the shelf for me to read to them. Um, so, I mean, I had, like I said, I had to go home, look on the shelves, find one and go, huh, I'll be damned. Stain. Stain. Now, uh, they start adding up though. Right. So, so I'm, I feel yeah. the same way. Like I, the first one, you're like Mandela. Oh, okay. Well, maybe I was thinking of when he was released from prison and yeah, whatever. And I, I wouldn't, it adds up. You kind of go, I can see how people could get confused about that. And the stare and stain, I could see how you go. Yeah. Okay. It's, People just pronounce it that way because we're Amer- like I said, we're American. Yeah. We're using a certain, you know, accent or whatever. And um, but then if you get on one of those Reddit, you know, feeds, yeah, and they start like showing you like all of them. I had to get a few down before it was like, okay, there's something going on. I don't know exactly what it is, but I actually I used Chat GPT, which if you haven't discovered Chat GPT yet, it's unbelievable what that thing can do. And all of you coders and lawyers and anybody that like communicates copy editors, you better get a backup plan because it's coming quick. Anyway. So I asked chat GPT, I said, I just typed in it. Can you make me a list of the 25 or 20 most popular Mandela effects, mm-hmm. you know, examples. And there's a lot of them. Um, I think for me, the biggest one was the movies, like the movie lines where they're like, mm-hmm. yeah, what you remember as like, not just a movie line. It's like the, the seminal crucial, yeah. most famous line from the movie. And then they say, yeah, that's not right. And you're like, what? And so the biggest one was Star Wars, mm-hmm. Return of the Jedi. Was that the one? Yeah. It's the one where Luke... I'm Skywalker sure gets his hand cut off. That's by, Empire by, Strikes Back. Okay, Empire Strikes Back. And in that, the f- famous, famous line is, um, I got to look it up, make sure I get it right. <laughs> I'll say the wrong one. Uh, Luke, I am your father. Mm-hmm. So everyone remembers Darth Vader cuts off Luke Skywalker's hand. He's hanging from the rafters and arguing with his dad like kids do. And he says, uh, Luke, I am your father. He yeah. says, no, That's or whatever. Not That's not true. Yeah. But that Luke, I am your father, everyone remembers that. Mm-hmm. And that's not in the movie. He says, no, I am your father. Mm-hmm. Which is a, not a huge change, but it is not how you remember it, right? Yeah. Um, many of these, at least some of the movie examples that I came across like this one are similar to Berenstein bears in that it's all times. Like I, I'm hardly paying attention to things now, much less. I mean, like empire strikes back 1980 comes out. Right. So most of the times that I saw it, uh, I would have been under the age of 10 when I really saw it, you know, the concentrated high, highest amount of times. Now references to that movie you know, as a teenager, you've got a lot of comedies and stuff like referencing that yeah, line. Yeah. Um, same to be said for like Jaws, we're going to need a bigger boat. Um, that's one of those Mandela effect references. Mirror, mirror on the wall. Yeah. That's uh, in, um, it's not Cinderella, is it? No, it's not Cinderella. Is it Sleeping Beauty? Sleeping Beauty, I okay. think. But it's actually Magic Mirror on the yeah. wall. Luke, I'm your father. Oh, Forrest Gump. Life is like a box of chocolates. You never know what you're going to get. And he doesn't say that. He says life was like a box of chocolates. That would be a good example of one that was like, no, that one I was actually old enough to pay attention. 
I mean, yeah. That one I really feel I like remember, I remember like, everybody made jokes about life sure. it was like a box yeah. of chocolates. And it's a small difference, but it's was. He didn't say is. He says was. I mean, I got so into this with my neighbor yeah. that <laughs> when we watched the one about uh, Matrix, I just did not believe that What's one. the Matrix one? So in the Matrix, there's, there's a scene. Tell me if you can remember a scene with... Um, Oh, what's Lawrence Fishburne's character's name? Um, Morpheus. Yeah. Morpheus says to um, Keanu Reeves. Neo? Neo. Yeah. What if I told you that everything you believe is actually an illusion or something like that? But the main thing was, what if I told you? And dot, 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 something about reality. And he actually never says that in the movie. Oh. And I could close my eyes and picture it and go like, I remember him saying that and that actually became a meme of what if I told you, what if I told you wasn't actually in the movie. Oh, and that's funny. So yeah. my neighbor had it on DVD and I was like bound to determine like, I'm going to get to the bottom of this. I know that he said, what if I told you uh, everything you believe is not real or whatever. And we watched it together <laughs> and uh, beginning to end that scene that I have in my head does not exist. It, it never happened. Okay, that one's, that's pretty weird. Yeah. <laughs> so like I said, these, like, uh, most of them that I came across, you know, no, I'm your father. It's not, we're going to need a bigger boat. It's you're, yeah. you're going to need a bigger boat. Those are like, I wasn't really paying attention anyway. I I've heard references to that more than I've actually heard the line on the film. Uh, something like a matrix or that Forrest Gump example. Those are more where I'm like, no, I was movie watching age when those happened. Yeah. that I probably would have actually. There was another big one was, uh, I love Lucy show. Mm -hmm. Lucy, you have some explaining to do. That's yeah. like his famous. Yeah. He never That's said that actually. He never said that. <laughs> and, uh, it's kind of maddening to go look these things up because, you know, it's, they're definitely the thing about it that bugged me. And I guess at this point, I think we're all in a simulation, so I don't know what any of it matters, but what bugged <laughs> me. It's ironic that the movie about the simulation. Yeah. They even, they even messed with that, you know, is that it would make sense to me if you and I both remembered things incorrectly in various ways. Yeah. But what's strange mm -hmm. is that it seems like about half of the population seems to all remember things incorrectly, but they remember them incorrectly in the exact same way. So you're not creating lots of different versions of how somebody said something. They're yeah. all saying yeah. the same thing incorrectly. And that, that to me is interesting to think like, well, how is it like hive mind kind of stuff? Like how do we all incorrectly remember that line the same way? Mm -hmm. My rationalization for that as i was looking into this was more of that you know lots of references you know your your uncle makes the crack we're going to need a bigger boat and that just kind of is the line that gets stuck in everybody's craw from that lucy you got some explaining to do that sort mm -hmm. of thing um how that spreads so far and wide i don't have a great is it even possible though I think it's possible. I don't know about that. Really? Like one person says it incorrectly and then everyone just starts saying it incorrectly. <laughs> yeah. I'm trying to think of like, we do have the, not we, I can't think of someone specifically, but I think everybody's got a friend that remember likes to point actually, actually they never, it's Lucy, you need to explain to me about this. Uh -huh. You know, though they like to correct you. Um, but man, I, it, 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 that, that's the, of all of these, they all independently don't seem that weird. The only, the mm -hmm. weirdest thing about it to me is that we all, we all said Berenstein. Except for my wife. Except for your wife. Yeah. Or no, Who does the or, most no I'm just saying that people, the people that, people that are remembering it incorrectly, their incorrect memory is all the same. Yeah. That's it's not curious. various. Yeah. It's not uh life, uh, you know, could be like a box of chocolates or, you know what I mean? It's mm -hmm. all the exact same life. Yeah. It was like a box. Life, life is, is like, like a box, a box of, of caramels, something. Yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. And so that indicates to me that it has something to do with CERN. Oh. You know what I mean? <laughs> yeah. Which I, I sure. also put into chat, GPT. Send me the top five explanations for the reasons yeah. why we might be experiencing the Mandela effect. 
You want to read through some of these? Um, well, I. Or do we want to go ahead and get into? Do you want, let's I mean, let's go let's go through and make sure we okay. highlighted. Do, are there any other Mandela effects that you want to point out that I'll, people might know? Can I point about? out ones that I kind of like to blow off? Yes. Um, like Kit Kat. Is there a hyphen between Kit and Cat? Um, so that's the candy, right? Yeah. And some people remember that there is a hyphen. Some people don't. Yeah, I can't remember which is the correct one. So that's a good example of why I'm like, who cares, guys? That's not that. I mean, I I don't remember it well enough. What I mean by who cares is that's not like Luke, I'm your father, where I'm like, that's a quintessential line of the movie. Yeah, I mean, it's the movie. Usually you tear the wrapper so fast. We're, we're going to need a bigger you. boat. That's yeah. the line yeah. from yeah. Jaws that's I not I couldn't in tell you any other line from Jaws. Like, Nobody really, can. I thought that it was just shots of the shark coming out of the water. Like, I didn't realize there was actually dialogue. <laughs> um, well, when you're a kid, yeah, that's all yeah, you care about. Is, all you and care. then you're uh, you're like absolutely terrified sure. of dying of a shark, even though you live in Oklahoma. <laughs> and it's like, there's no way. And that was another fun fact I heard somebody say once. It was like, um, every time people start eating more ice cream, the incidence of shark attacks goes up. That's fine. Have you ever heard of that? No. So what would that be? This was a demonstration of the difference to between causation, from, causation oh. and correlation. Is it okay? Is it just to keep you from eating ice cream? Is that is that your well, point? no? Or you just, I mean, I get. But people can can skew data to okay. say what yeah. they want them to say, course, yeah. and so they can look at this and it's a fact. When people eat more ice cream, more people get attacked by sharks. Well, and you could look at that and think there's a connection there, when really it's just well, people eat ice cream in the summer, when it's hot. <laughs> and people swim in the ocean when it's hot. And those things yeah. happen simultaneously, but they're not actually connected. Uh, anyway, that, I started to derail. I just thought there was I like that one a lot, at least in so much as it's going to help me explain correlation not being the same as causation. Yes, with your yeah, children, you can pull that one. one. Yeah. There you go, dads. Okay. Um, uh, sex in the city, sex and yeah, the city. Yeah. It's not in the city. It's and the city. Yeah, and that's like, I didn't watch that show. I, I didn't care. watch it anyway. <laughs> and I actually thought it was the new one. Like when they said it's not actually this, it's the other. I was like, uh -huh. oh, that's the one I thought it was. So who, what idiot thought it was the wrong one? Well, you're from the other parallel universe. Okay. okay so. Yeah. Skechers, the shoe. I don't buy Skechers, so I don't really care how they spell it. I know he's not going to watch this, so I'll go ahead and say it. But my business partner showed up and worked the other day in Skechers. <laughs> and I did. I did seriously feel bad for him. I was yeah. just like, what are you... I it, guess, yeah, we're, we're dads. Did we talk we're, about the time I wore the cargo pants? <laughs> oh, my gosh. So uh, do you want to tell it or do you want me to well, tell it? Just, you tell it from your perspective it a, what it felt like, Dante, is like what it felt like coming from me. Like, yeah. How did you take that? Well, it was one of those, uh, we went on, a, we, were, we had a weekend full of gigs. Some of them were out of town. Might uh, need some supplies. <laughs> I packed cargo pants and I remember thinking this is a dicey move. Like Dante's aware of his image. And I mean that in the, like the best possible we're way. Band. We're going to be on stage. Wearing whatever. You want to look like you're supposed to be on stage. Yeah. Ted, another guy that like pretty much always looks like he's ready to have his picture taken. Um, and then Matt, who arguably same thing, like knows what he's supposed to wear. Uh -huh. He goes onto a stage, like not Birkenstocks. And I, Put those cargo pants in the thing thinking like, well, I'm not going to wear them on stage, but these are good Saturday pants. <laughs> and then, <laughs> then yeah, we play, we play, I think we had a couple dates, a couple gigs Friday. We played Friday afternoon, Friday evening, get up Saturday morning in the hotel. And I'm like, we're going to just be walking around, around today. Yeah. And I put on these cargo pants and barely get out of the bathroom. And immediately it's just, you know, uh, cargo pants. <laughs> and I was like, do you have room for my flashlight? <laughs> and I thought this was, this was 50, 50, not a good choice when I made the call. And now I'm immediately regretting. And, and then it's one of those, you can either, you can either just swallow your pride and change pants then, or you can leave <laughs> Lean into it and be like, you can't do that. Because then you're just, oh uh, yeah, you lose yeah, all respect. Right. You're like, so you got to own it. Just you gotta, keep the yeah. pants. Yeah, I wear cargo pants. And so for the whole day, it was just, yeah, it was craps about. <laughs> it. And and it was one of those where I thought, there's no way out of this. Like 
I agree that I deserve getting made fun of for this because I think cargo pants are pretty lame too. <laughs> They're not for tonight, I just, guys. I just wondered if has anybody ever actually utilized all of the space Oof. in their cargo pants for anything? <laughs> like you have all these pockets and you think like, what my God, what could you need? <laughs> what could you possibly need to carry around? Particularly if you're a musician yeah. on a Saturday. What is... You I mean, I can see, room, man. Okay, I got my wallet. Even if you were like a military guy, I got a gun in this one. Yeah. You still got like five pockets to fill. <laughs> yeah, they were, golly. Old Navy wasted a lot of fabric. I have a lot of choices I've made in my life that I would have done things differently. <laughs> and that's one. I'm going to my grave. That's going to be up in the top five, I think. Yeah. I mean, I, I I thought that was hilarious. So Skechers, if I would have paired Skechers. those with the cargo pants, that would have been a real. God, he just yeah. something about him. He took them off for some reason, and I had to pick them up. <laughs> they were so light and soft. <laughs> and I just thought, like, what a wet sandwich! What are you doing wearing these things? <laughs> oh my god! <laughs> I always want to throw them at him. <laughs> Get your dignity back, man. Oh, I, I didn't. I didn't throw him at him. I just. I set him down and I looked at him. And I just shook my head. All right. Today's <laughs> podcast are dangerous because I'm thinking about friends of mine that have sketchers that I've never told them that I feel this. <laughs> oh my god. I apologize to any of you dads out there wearing sketchers, but you gotta know how stupid you look. Throw them away. <laughs> They're so economical. <laughs> oh, I'm gonna have to pause this. Oh goodness. So, <laughs> is there a? Uh... <laughs> you gonna stop now? <laughs> oh my god, I got a headache. I'm laughing so hard. Oh, there's no, there's no, there's no Mandela effect about Skechers, is there? No, they've always been about... stupid. <laughs> That's what I was going to say. Yeah. Is there, is there some kind of alternate universe? Schedule? No, I remember they used to be awesome. They used to be so cool. Oh goodness. Okay. So Golly. that's all of the uh, Mandela effects that we're going to touch on. If you want to go down the rabbit hole, just, just get on chat GPT and say, can you tell me all the cool Mandela effects? There's a lot of them. Now here's the fun part of trying to explain what exactly is going on with the Mandela effect. And there's, there's lots of theories. Here's theory. Number one, according to the AI system, um, it's a parallel universe theory. This theory suggests that the Mandela effect is caused by people experiencing a parallel universe where different versions of events have occurred and they're overlapping yeah. somehow. Like your shoes made their way <laughs> into our reality and you should get the hell back where you belong. <laughs> Oh, God. So I don't know how that actually works, except it's on some way. Just my thought, and, and maybe it was when I was hearing some of these other theories, was like, for such a big shift in the universe to happen, these seem like awfully benign consequences. It's a good you know? point. Like, like it's an accident or it's Yeah, it's like, oh, you mean to tell me that you shifted universes just in the... To do this little thing. And mainly the the biggest thing that happened is now Curious George no longer has a tail. Yeah. You know, or like, or a movie line is slightly changed. You just, like, yeah. But you still get the references. So you're not even like a social and if, variety. And if they were doing it on purpose, like if you had the ability to skip over to a parallel universe, I imagine that's not easy to do. Yeah. So it's like you go through all of this just to make that stupid, trivial little change. Like, or to miss that. I, you know? You'd want to change something big, right? Like yes. kill Hitler when he's a baby right. or something. Yeah, you know? yeah, that's exactly the kind of thing you'd think would change, right? Would you kill Hitler? Well, I mean, I I think the first answer, like the gut reaction, yes. I mean, without knowing the butterfly you kill ba you kill baby Hitler. <laughs> like he's three years Does old. Does he have the mustache then? Not yet. Or, yeah, okay. You'd, you'd like kill three-year-old baby Hitler? I mean, it's a common sure. hypothetical. Right. Would you? Oh, gosh, yeah. I mean, oh, what do you God. say to this? <laughs> you just admitted on camera that you would kill a three-year-old infant or before he'd not... done anything wrong. He's oh, not. He's, he's not. Three. Done he has not done nothing wrong. Three-year-olds. 
<laughs> have a rap sheet. That's true. Yeah. They can. They Let's can not kid ourselves. But he's he's killed no Jews. That's okay, true. Okay, he's right. uh, yeah. he's an innocent baby. Yeah. I don't know. It's a tough call. But he was gonna kill a lot. He did. Yeah. Well, but I mean, three year old was gonna. <laughs> three year old was gonna, but is gonna the same as man dead? or? I mean, innocent until proven guilty. What about you know? You kill the guy that who was who. Who got Hitler leaned in that direction? Like, oh yeah. In that direction. So do you kill that guy? Because that's really who we're after. So maybe there's a way we can avoid. Yeah, but you don't want to. Baby, you don't want to go. I mean, that could get weird. I mean, or do you kill that? What guy? if he's from the group of people that he hated, and that's why he hated them? And then you're like, well, is your solution to? Okay, yeah. Then it turns back in on itself. Two wrongs don't make a right. Except two rights made an airplane. Dad jokes. <laughs> Have you ever heard that Norm Macdonald uh, Holocaust denier joke about the the, the marionette? I don't, I don't think so. I can't even begin to deliver it like he does, so I'm not going to. But you should um, look it up. You should look it up. Okay. It's it's his second greatest joke, next to the the welding hat joke. You ever hear the welding hat joke? No. But both highly inappropriate for this podcast, wanna, but you should look at them up. I want to commend you for not just spitting the joke out. I have way too much respect for yeah, McDonald. That's, um, that's cool. I literally cried when he died. Yeah. Like I didn't realize how much I loved him. And when he died. Yeah. Like I, I, I just, there's, it was so tragic because for any mouth breathers that don't know, he uh, he, he died really, of cancer. He really, really did die. Really unexpectedly. That's not like a thing that. Yeah, no, that's not a Mandela effect. Yeah. He died of cancer, and um, he not even his family knew that he was sick. Like he he really did not want. I think his son knew, and I think, mm -hmm. but his extended family, like nobody knew that he was sick, and it was because he just did not want to be remembered as the sick guy. He wanted to be remembered right. as the greatest stand-up comedian of all time. Mm -hmm. And he was, and, uh, yeah, there's some, I mean, I always loved his work, but when he died in that way, it was just the most tragic thing I think I'd heard in a long time. It was just like, oh my God, I cannot believe he did that. Yeah. Going out on his usually, own terms. Usually if you do something like that, I think I'm the type of person I would want a few people to know. So they could pat me on the back, like, God, he didn't man, want any. What a brave thing you're doing! In like charity, and he didn't suffer fools. Yeah, Dave. So. He's uh, oh. yeah, he's the first person that like. Have you ever heard him talk about his gambling problem? Yeah. When he talk about, you know, you start losing, and he's like, it, there comes a point where you're like, do you just want to tank it all? And the way he explained it, I can't remember if it was on Rogan or if it was on Marin or somewhere else, but. It made a lot of sense. Yeah. You know, maybe that explains. We'll get to it eventually. Someone asked this week. My mom asked this week. She said, are you going to do the Las Vegas shooting? And I was like, of mm. course we're going to do like, okay. they still haven't given us an answer as to why that happened. So yeah, going to have to conspiracies look into galore. Yeah. I mean, okay. So parallel universe seems like an odd one. Uh, Quantum superposition theory is the next one. The theory suggests that the Mandela effect is caused by quantum particles in a superposition state where the waveform and the particle exist in multiple states at the same time, thus leading to the perception of two different versions of reality. Are you familiar with what quantum physics says about quantum I was, superposition? I listened as hard as I could just now. Okay, this is actually a weird thing that like, you can, if you want to be kind of weirded out about reality... Um, quantum mechanics is so strange that Einstein never believed it. He said it was spooky action at a distance. He said that as a joke, meaning that particles are quantumly entangled. And no matter where they are in the universe, they could be across the universe from each other. They will react the exact same way to actions upon them. And so, so yeah, there could be a quantum particle that I mean, it's entangled with a, one particle here and one on the moon, and whatever happens to the one on the moon is going to happen to the one here, the exact same time, and that's actually a thing. So, like, it also leads to what's known as quantum superposition. So, an example would be like lead. Lead exists in 
I think two to three different shapes. Mm-hmm. One as a, as a particle, it looks like a football and one I think looks more like a cube or it's just different is the point. But to answer the question of, well, what state is it in? If this is a piece of lead and I go, well, what state is that particle in? I probably sound like a complete asshat trying to explain physics to you, but <laughs> it's both. That's what superposition is saying, is that until it's observed, until we have a electron microscope or something that can look and see exactly what that particle looks like, it's actually both at the same time. So it- it decides it doesn't decide what shape perceived. it is until it's perceived kind of like you would pose for a picture yeah right. i guess i mean like one two three go smile or not yeah 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 like some, and then at that moment um it commits it, it commits to a position and the question of what position fundamentally is it is actually unknown that's a weird theory like you can't disprove that, right? No, that's quite and, and the quantum mechanics, if you're a skeptic, I mean, there's pretty much there's not a lot that's more rock solid than quantum mechanics now. You sound real smart when you said that. Well, it's true. I mean, if you look at quantum computing, the reason it works is because quantum mechanics works. So, I mean, if you're gonna say quantum mechanics isn't real, if superposition does isn't real, then how does quantum computing actually work? Mm-hmm. And I I cannot explain that. I can't I'm an idiot. Tell you how regular computing. Works. They, there's a lot. There's like videos you can look up about it. But I mean, the double. You ever hear about the double slit experiment? This sounds so bad. Have you heard? It's like such a dead, dead joke that's moment. Right. Oh, have I heard yeah. about the double slit experiment? Uh, that's what she said. Yeah. It's a real physics experiment. Have you heard of it? This sounds like you're trying to talk a college girl into something. <laughs> No, no, okay, no. You go ahead. You really don't know about it. No, I really. So don't. It, it's a similar, but it has to do with quantum uh, particles and how they're observed in reality, and that reality doesn't actually exist until we observe it. And then this experiment, they would shoot particles through a slit, and it would like hit a, a wall on the backside of it and create like a cluster pattern of like if you did like a thousand or whatever. Eventually, mm-hmm. it's going to create a pattern on the back yeah. of it, and. Um, I could get this backwards, but basically when sometimes they would behave like waves and sometimes they would behave like particles. Mm -hmm. And it had to do with whether or not we were observing when they passed through this, you know, slit, whether they would behave like a particle or Mm -hmm. or a wave. They would behave differently if you're watching them or you're not watching them. And they did all kinds of experiments to try to trick the particles. And they even came up with experiments where they would have it like being pinged around at a bunch of different things. Mm-hmm. And even if the particle made it through the slit and in onto the wall and behaved in the correct way, and they had a system for tracking what it had done, when you went back and looked at the system, it, it's like the particle had traveled back in time and corrected for the right answer. Hmm. Sounds spooky, but yeah, that's why that, that, Einstein said that. Like, it's just not possible. Yeah. So that is a compelling theory that it might have something to do with quantum superposition because quantum superposition is such a weird, it is arguably a very strange thing. And it actually really exists. And we don't even know, have the slightest idea why or like what that even means about fundamental reality. Yeah. I mean, if if tree falls in the woods. Yeah. Yeah. Right. Doesn't make a sound. Uh, The next one is memory implantation theory. This suggests that the Mandela effect is caused by people's memories being implanted with false information leading to the perception of two different versions of reality. I don't know. It seems like a lot of That's funny because as I've read that, that theory before, I know my memory is not great. I also know I'm a pretty agreeable person. And when I read that, I was like, I think that's what's happening. And not to dive back into the Kennedy stuff, but when you think about Robert Kennedy and the girl in the polka dot dress, some people stipulate like, well, you know, a lot of people heard that on the news that there's a girl with the polka dot dress. This girl, you know, like her memory is not really accurate. And then people hear that and now they start parroting this false memory. Um, that's, that's that's back to the whole reason for a Operation Mockingbird. Yeah, 
Yeah, right. Because um, it works. Sure, it works. And it and just as you're reading it, I'm like, probably works on half the population. We got one out of two people here. And I thought, I am the type of person that if you told me Kit Kat always had a hyphen, just I'd go, go yeah, okay. probably not a big deal. Um, but then like the, uh, the woman who coined the phrase Mandela expire, the Mandela effect, um, she is a paranormal, excuse me, paranormal researcher. She's the type of person that would get an idea in her head and you couldn't change it, mm. you know? And I think you're one that way too. You're hard to convince of something if you think otherwise. Yeah. Right. And that's it's called why, cognitive dissonance. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> I think the, like, even as you're reading this, I can tell you're like, I don't know about that. And I'm going, no, people for sure can be told. No, I just read it. Meaning the way I read it, I thought it meant like, like individually implanting memories in people's heads, like, you know, going around like putting Neuralink or something like, or like, but what you're saying is like, you could do it on a mass scale. Yeah. Yeah. You'd be like, Well, you just broadcast a lie. Everyone yeah. believes it. It, it. Particularly to me, the time frame makes sense because a lot of these references I'm seeing to this effect are like things that happened when I wasn't paying a lot of attention. Like, yeah, the only, well, the only thing I'd say about that though, is that why, what's, you know, what's the purpose? If you're I don't looking know at- that it's, I don't know that it's deliberate a lot of the time. You know, oh, so I'm saying like then maybe that's why it's trivial. Exactly, yeah. Like so, I like Luke. I'm Luke. I'm your father. Okay, you hear that when you're a kid. Your cousin says it. You know, but every damn time we watch the movie, he doesn't say that. Yeah. So you get corrected every time you watch the movie, and you still hear it wrong. I don't think I watched that movie many times, hearing it that way. Yeah. So if that was what happened. And I heard one person say it wrong, mm-hmm. then I'm hearing it, which could be possible. Like they've done tests like that where you think you're hearing, like you have something said a certain way so many times and like you can't, you can't pick out when it's different. You know what I mean? If it's a subtle sure. change. Well, yeah, I think about like, uh, particularly that movie, we're talking about a sword fight at the end of the movie. And if you've seen the movie a number of times and maybe you've heard the line referenced more than once, you know, it's kind of already in there. I mean, oftentimes if I'm watching one of my favorite movies, I get that far into it and I'm kind of starting to check out. Yeah. Either I've fallen asleep or I've, you know, seen some of my other favorite stuff. God, that's a dad thing. At what point in the movie do you like fall asleep? <laughs> I'm thinking of like, I'd be curious, like if there were one of these that had to do with Top Gun, then we'd have to bring Kokomo on. Like if they changed it, like, no, there's two O's in Goose Boy mm. to like, you know, something slightly different than that. Kokomo would be the the line judge on that. And if he was wrong, then I'd be really. Then we know something's yeah, up. Yeah, exactly. Thumbs up. Now, Star Wars. I when you just said I watched that movie tons when I was a kid, I was just about to open my mouth to say I don't think people watched that movie as many times as they think they did. It's such an iconic movie, particularly mm. that episode of Star Wars. I'm not saying you didn't watch it a lot. I'm saying I, I know. Had to guess, I don't know. At least at least twenty times. I don't think I watched it as much as I, for as familiar as I am with the storyline and the characters, I didn't actually watch Empire Strikes Back a whole lot. I'm I'm more familiar with references to the movie. Were you a Trekkie instead? No, no. Thank God. (laughs) Sitting in my Skechers, my cargo pants, watching Star Trek. Nah. Um, but (laughs) my point is, I think there are pop culture movies. What if Nick? What if Nick watches this? That'd be hilarious. And he like never shows up in his sketchers again. <laughs> that would, mission accomplished. Mission accomplished. Yeah. I did that. Uh, I don't have those cargo pants anymore. I'm, I'm a, enough of a narcissist that if I make people feel uncomfortable, I don't like to make them feel uncomfortable, but if I get what I want out of it, I'm perfectly fine okay with it. With it. <laughs> I did that with a, uh, in the neighborhood. Uh, like People had their Christmas lights on it, like Halloween. I saw that before, from you, yeah. Before Halloween. And I, I just posted on the Facebook with some like, hey guys, it's not yeah. even Halloween. And uh, then my other neighbor came and he was like, because a bunch of people, like, oh, hater or whatever. I'm yeah. like, whatever, turn your damn lights off. Yeah. And uh, my neighbor came up and said something about it. And I was like, I don't care. Lights are off. I win. Yeah. <laughs> I saw that from you and I immediately thought. I would never, I would be mortified if I found out somebody turned their lights off because they thought, I thought they were stupid for doing it. I, the opposite. Yeah. yeah. No, I felt good about it. Like yeah. I was like, 
win. You're right. That was a I victory. Won. Good job. Uh, lights are off. Thank you. Um, yeah. Maybe that's, I think that's part of being a dad though. Like becoming yeah. like an old yeah. dad. You just locking into care. your thing. Like, right. I care what somebody in my neighborhood thinks of me. I mean, that's, and let's be honest, wasted you're, energy. you're right. Ha- uh, Halloween before Halloween is too early. Um, oh God, I wasn't being ridiculous. The real all. season is Thanksgiving to It was New like Year's. October 2nd and it's like Halloween or Christmas lights on like, Really? Yeah. I, I, I could give you And like, it's also, while we're on that subject, it's bleeding way over. I still have, like tonight when I drive home, I'll still see lights on. And we're real close to February now. It's probably the same yeah. people that turn them on on yeah. October 2nd that they still got you know them on what? on I'll January 26th. I'll bet it's the people that didn't get to it. You know, to me, Thanksgiving weekend is when you put them up. Yes. And you Thank show, you. you. That's right. We're not even you a should, Protestant and you understand you, that. <laughs> You should be waving at the other dads in the neighborhood from your rooftop. That's exactly. Like on Black Friday or Saturday, like going, hey, we're all doing our lights. Good for us. Yeah. By Sunday evening, Thanksgiving weekend, your lights are up and you've replaced any bulbs that need. Why do we even have to tell other dads this? New Year's weekend is when they come down. Right. Thank you. We all know that. If you don't get to it, it's kind of embarrassing. No, actually, no, I disagree with that. Oh. They come down. uh, Um. On Epiphany, right? What's that? Is well, a, you're Protestant. Yeah, so you don't right, even know. Yeah. But uh, no, we do New Year's. It's like twelve days after Christmas. Okay, something like that. See, I'm so a bad, not, I'm not even it's a, good a little cat, bit after. It's a it little, changes every. Still, it's about a week after New Year's. Yeah, though. yeah. Oh, you, so you said the weekend after New Year's? Well, no, you're still you're keeping your lights up a little longer than me. About a week longer, I think. When yeah, I'm talking holiday weekend is New Year's. Yeah, no, New like, Year's they still stay like up. New Year's Day about. You know, you climb out of bed and you go get your lights down. For Epiphany, I'll look it up. You but keep, yeah, if you, you say ranting. twelve days after Christmas, you're still about you're two weeks in. You know, if if I saw a neighbor that was like a week or two after me, and it's say January fifteenth, I'm willing to let it go. But I don't think they should be turning them on anymore. Definitely not. Yeah, you know. it's it's well. So like in 2023, it'll be January sixth, and it, it just celebrates the wise men. Okay. So it's but it. I believe it's 12 days after Christmas or either way, it's a weekend usually after the New Year's typically for the Catholics. Yeah. You guys write your own Bible <laughs> and make your own whatever. You guys do whatever you want to do. But if you're a, if you're a Catholic, I think usually uh, Epiphany is like Christmas over. Okay, now put everything away. Mm-hmm. But even so, even then, I mean, you, you could, you got a buffer. Like, it's not like you have to do it right then. No, no, I just. But by the end of January. Yeah. Definitely, if you were somebody putting up your lights on October second, you still They've got them out right enough. now. <laughs> yeah, it's not it's not because of some like deep conviction. You're just lazy. So yeah, just like the lights on, we're a little bit more uh, indulgent. This group of you adults, just, you just lack prudence. <laughs> the upside to this generation of parents is we hand out better candy at Halloween. Um, Did you ever hear that, um, Philomena Kunk? The uh, British comedian. You heard her? Could you tell by the way I looked yeah, at you? Like, I've I've heard that is name that a dirty word? Yeah. Uh, she had a bit about Christmas. And she says uh, on Christmas, she does all these uh, uh, YouTube shorts. It's just hilarious. The funniest woman on the planet. I can't believe I never sent you any of her stuff. Philomena Kong. And she says uh, on Christmas, uh, Santa brings presents to all of the good children and none to the bad children. Except that actually he just brings presents to the good and the bad children who have money. So actually Santa doesn't like the poor children. That's <laughs> 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 pretty good. That is good. Oh, right. yeah. No, you've shown me her before. She's, she is funny. The funniest. If you don't know who she is and you're listening to this podcast, do yourself a favor. Okay, next one. Yeah. Mass hallucination theory. This theory suggests that the Mandela effect is caused by a mass hallucination where people experience, are experiencing a shared false memory. Not a whole lot different than the last one because right. you could be, you know, but a mass hallucination, hallucination is like seeing something that's not actually there. Mm-hmm. I guess that could be a theory, but why, how? I don't understand right. that one really. I thought that one of my favorite theories was on here, but it doesn't look like it is. Last one, just so we get through it. Mass perception theory. This theory suggests that the Mandela effect is caused by a collective misreception. Is that a word? Where people perceive 
misperception, I can't read, different uh, versions of reality due to the influence of mass media and popular culture. That's not much different than the third theory, the mass implantation right. theory. Yeah. I mean, one may, might imply intent and no intent, but similar. Well, I, that, to me, that's the most feasible. One point I was going to make before we got off into the scheduling of Christmas light installation and taken down was when I was looking at this, a lot of the, it seems like people started noticing this kind of sometime between 2000, 2010. Uh, it's stuff that was kind of pop culture in the early eighties. A lot of the things. Um, and what strikes me is like, okay, this is people that have time to get on the internet and make posts about this or, you know, the internet's just getting started. It's like, it's like, we didn't have the forum for this conversation beforehand. So nobody really noticed that like Jaws, for instance, would have been on TV. Maybe you catch it on TNT every once in a while. If somebody misquoted the line, you really wouldn't notice um, until now, you know, the internet's got a, everyone's audience for everyone. Fact check, fact checked by everybody. Yeah, fact checked yeah. for everybody. And also, yeah, you just go, all you have to do is Google what's the line in Jaws or whatever. And then, you happen onto something like it's actually man. Not that's it. that's one of my biggest problems with the future. I mean, I wrote that uh, the song "Crazy." Like mm -hmm. that was. There's a lot to the song, but one of the lines in it was like this idea that like, um, so the line is talking about maybe they say we're not alone, and maybe they might be here talking about aliens, and if it's the war of the world, you can watch it right here, meaning like right here on your phone. Yeah, and. Um, can't remember the next line, but it's something about like, maybe um, I'm crazy. That's the hook. Oh yeah. Maybe I'm crazy, but no, the next, the next verse was about like, um, and if everything we know is coming through a lens, like, how do you know? You know what I mean? You mentioned 1984 a few weeks ago. And since then I listened to the whole book and the main character, Winston works for, I forget the name of the department that he works for, but it it's basically they they just redact Ministry the truth. of might be Ministry of Truth. Ministry of Truth, that's what it is. But his job is essentially to rewrite history yeah. day to day. So yeah. You go well, that and that's been uh that's been an issue currently. Like credible news sources are now starting to change. They're going back and editing yeah. stories without making a note of well, that's that what I was saying it. about yeah. researching some of these things on YouTube versus, you know, shoot bit or bit shoot or rumble. Um, even YouTube, uh, you know, has a lot of information in it, but there's certain things that they definitely censor. Hmm. I mean, say anything about that. No, yeah. It's off. You can't do that. So, um, that's what, why, yeah, that's why I grabbed a physical copy of the Berenstein bears yes. that I knew was, like OG copy. Well, do you have any personal theories as to what you think is going on with Mandela effect? Uh, yeah. I mean, really what I think is it's just people misremembering things and it's stuff that they do collectively. All yeah. Time and, at and, the same time. and it's, you know, again, most of the time it's things like Kit Kats that I wasn't passionate enough to, and go, I was like, if you would have asked me, I think I would have said there was a hyphen. Turns out I can't see. I can't even remember. I think there's no hyphen. Yeah. So, um, that Berenstein Bears was one that I was like, that one I'm pretty sure was an E. But again, I wasn't paying a lot of attention. Um, so I don't know if it's kind of a situation where ones that people call out, you know, I wasn't even aware that I was misremembering it. I There's nothing that I have on my own that I go, you know what nobody notices is that this changed. Yeah, but so you don't think that there's any anything or anyone behind it. It's just a natural evolution of history yeah. is that we're going to all incorrectly remember insignificant, trivial things about, about our history and our memory. And we're all going to re remember them incorrectly in exactly the same way. That's just natural. <laughs> when you put it that way. Uh, I think that, I think that a lot of us aren't spending enough energy trying to remember it that correctly. And so then when it gets, yeah, but it doesn't, it doesn't address the, the, the idea that it's all the same. Yeah. It's like, there's only two versions of reality, right? There's this one yeah. and there's this one and you've either got this one or this one. That's okay. it. Um, that doesn't really explain why there's not 50 versions of reality. That's a good point. I mean, it, it's, I see where you're going. It's not like one person thinks it's Luke. I'm your father. 
And then the next one is like, Brian, I'm your father. Brian, I f- yeah. or like, Luke, not only did I kill your father, but I yeah, am so, your father. Like yeah. a little more explanation. Variations of it. Yeah, I see what you're saying. So it is curious that people remember specifically, you know, hey, that Monopoly guy, he had a monocle. Anybody else remember that? Um, did you ever see the video that Sinbad did about it? No, but he's part of this. So yeah. there was, there's one of them is that Sinbad <laughs> was in a movie in the nineties uh, and he played a genie mm-hmm. in the movie um, called Shazam. Yeah. Did you have any memory of that? See, that's again, like if you would have said, Hey, remember that movie with Sinbad Shazam? I'd be like, yeah, I think so. And then they'd go, that didn't exist. It was, was it the movie that I think that there was a movie with Shaq in it named Kazam? Yeah. Right. So it's just because everyone's. I was like, well, I was like one black guy who looks like yeah, I was, guy. neither one of them are Hollywood stars that I was paying attention to at the time that movie was made. It's not one I would have seen. I, I did have it a moment, but no. So I was asking because you can look up. There's a but YouTube video he did with Comedy Central. OK, now what probably about five say? or six years ago, he yeah. went and made a movie with all or not a movie, but like a clip of Shazam. That's fun. With all of these little nuggets and they filmed it like it was from the 90s. So oh. it looked really old school. It's hilarious. It is so funny. And when it came out, uh, people, for a minute, people were freaking out. Because they're like, see? I knew it. He he made the movie. And then you look close. He's like, he's got got a lot of makeup on. It's like, Uh, he's not, he's an old guy now. Like, it's, but he he played along with it. It was funny. And um, yeah, I could see how you could go, you know, Shazam, Kazam. I don't know. But people were asking him. He did it because people were asking him all the time. Like, were you in that, you were in a genie movie. I know I saw you in a genie movie. And he just got sick of it and was like, I'd never played a genie. Um, so my favorite explanation, it's not, it's what might be happening. And you could look up, there's lots and lots of variations of it. But did you come across any of the theories that involved the, the CERN, the Hadron, yeah, Arch- yeah, Had- Hadron Collider? That back up. That's pretty interesting. You have a little blurb on that you can... Not in front riff? of me. Yeah, go ahead and, yeah, you go ahead. I'll riff. Okay. Which means it's mostly right. I mean... Oh, yeah. At least not. I mean, the, the, the basic idea is that it's kind of in the parallel universe thing, but that because they're what they're doing at there's there's a, the is it the Hadron Collider is what it's called. I don't know exactly a lot of it. I just know the gist of it, that it's in France and they're smashing these particles together mm-hmm. at like really massive speeds, and they're they're basically trying to tear a hole in the fabric of reality. And some people think that maybe they have, and that's what's going on. Yeah, and it's like. These universe. You ever see that movie? There, that TV series Fringe. No. Oh, that's great. You should check it out. It's really, really what if good. You found out that never existed. Oh. Did it star Sinbad? Uh, it kind of. It didn't have Sinbad, but it kind of is along those lines. It's like there's there's different realities overlapping, and um, these may be caused by these scientists. Like, and that's that's another weird thing. I don't know if I said that on the last podcast, but when I found out about it, it blew my mind about when they were splitting the atom for the first time and all these physicists were like, it might destroy all of reality. And they still split the atom. They spilled, they still did it. Even gotta know. there was a lot of physicists saying like, I really don't think this is a good idea. We shouldn't do it. And I mean, there are so many things in our history, especially the 20th century that are just batshit crazy you cannot believe there was one point in time where during the cold war and the moon race american scientists were saying what we should really do is we're going to detonate a nuclear bomb on the moon to show our superiority Yeah. yeah and it was like mainstream physicists and the astronauts like mainstream scientists suggesting this idea Guys, I mean, I'm trying to think of a name of one, but there'd be like names you knew when I looked it up. And it was just like, like Carl Sagan. Carl Sagan was like, yeah, it's a great idea. Let's blow up a nuke on the moon. You're like, are you now? Better than blowing one up here, I suppose. Oh, God, they had already done that. But I mean, the point is, like, I see where they got JFK shut that down. Like, they were supposed to do it. It's probably why they killed him. But they were supposed to do a nuke. And he walks in, he's just like, no, we're not blowing up nuclear bombs on the moon just to make a point. We can't even get to the moon, guys. We can't get to the moon. But uh, now, thinking about, like, the moon's delicate position within the universe for our life to exist— and to think some crazy scientist thought, 
what if they you, you blow up a nuke on the moon and then the the balance of the tides is crime. off and yeah. the entire planet like what if it like loses its orbit yes, and crashes absolutely. into us yeah nobody stopped to think about that i mean yeah. or the guys that did they were not as loud as the guys that said let's right. do it yeah. let's do it yeah. so i don't know i just think could they tear a f hole in the fabric of reality? Well, they absolutely, yeah, it's the nature of science. They might try, yes. They, if they thought they well, might be able to, they'd definitely would try it. Yeah. I don't Cow know. Cowboy scientists. I don't know. Yeah, I guess cowboy or... The thing that struck me with that, these like, you know, mashing proton, these particles together is like, sort of like one of these other theories we got into is like, seems like a awfully trivial consequences to happen you know if that's well the theory is that they're specifically altering insignificant oh, things okay. as they develop this this program or technology they don't want it to be anything big okay because then you would notice it that mandela so one's a pretty big one you know what the weirdest thing about that was mandela's but death yeah what's that weirder than the mandela effect is do you remember at his funeral when obama spoke there and the the sign they had a guy doing sign language right in front of Obama that was faking it the whole time. No. <laughs> he's like doing like crazy, like no. all this weird things, and just he's dead serious. And it wasn't until after the fact that somebody was like, "That's not actually sign language. Who who the hell is this guy?" And he's like right next to the president. He's standing next to the president, past secret security and everyone. And it turns out he was just a crazy guy. He was I, just a crazy Nigerian, and he's just up there making fake sign language, probably just because it was a gig. You know what I mean? Like he just needed the money and they're like, you no know, sign language. And he faked it enough that they're like, oh, sign language. Yeah, and then the, he never expected to actually have to be able to do it in front of anyone. <laughs> or he faked it well enough to get hired and thought, well, close enough. I, I sold it to the guy I needed to sell it to. He's I don't know. Signs the check. You can look yeah. up that video still. That's a weird one. Like just watching him sign fake sign language next to the president of the United States at Nelson Mandela's funeral. <laughs> oh, um, did you look for it? I'm going to. Yeah. All right. Well, I think we've about exhausted our knowledge or input on the Mandela effect. Hey, if anything, we had a good laugh. It was a good, Boy, I, was a good podcast. I'm, Are you sore from laughing? Yeah. Before? I haven't laughed like that in a long time. <laughs> That but, makes me very yeah. very happy to hear that. And it's been documented. Yeah. It's been so. documented. Um God, yeah, I have a head I had a headache from laughing so hard. It's like, oh, calm down, yeah. Dante. <laughs> but those damn sketchers. <laughs> My God. Uh, it's just just nice to know. The, the you know, is, that's what this the thing is around like I, we can never be around Nick now again. <laughs> <laughs> you know, that's what this podcast is about, is is you know bringing people together in, in ways where it's kind of like, I thought I was the only one, <laughs> you know, so it's things it's, like, it's, uh, you're not alone. Yeah. That's Sketchers right. are stupid. And, um, yeah, we might be experiencing parallel universes. Who knows? Yeah. I mean, if you thought some of these Mandela effect examples, if you go, yeah, I thought that too it is. Yeah. Then yeah. You're not alone. There's you ain't alone. Here's a Reddit post for you to join. You ain't wrong, but you ain't right. Yeah. It's um, I'm gonna stop our automation here so I can say goodbye straight into the camera. So everybody, thank you for watching. Thank you for listening. Uh, this is the Conspiracy Dad Podcast. My name is Dante. This is my good buddy Dave. We appreciate you listening. We're gonna ask your help though to give us a review on the iTunes. If you can uh, give us a positive review, that's even better. Uh, like and subscribe, share it with family and friends, anybody that you know that is into conspiracy theories. And if you have a favorite conspiracy theory you want us to talk about, put it in the comments, shoot us an email, whatever you, you want to do, reach out to us on Facebook. Thank you so much for listening. You guys have a good night. We'll see you next time. Peace.